listener production. Unlike a triple shot half sweet almond milk cold press caramel macchiato to go, these boys are not complicated, but they are to go. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Matt, you like the finer things in life. Do I ever I love a long lunch? Mm. You know, all the entrees, the uh, oysters with the marionette. No, the mignonette. <laughs> That's marionette, still getting different. Um, <laughs> uh, which, which means I know, and you know, I think we both these days sit down when we go to the bathroom. Yep, no, not ashamed about that at all. Sit Do down you, 95% of the time. Are you sort of working up towards sitting down on a 18 karat gold toilet. I tell you what, having gone to Japan recently, the way I toilet is very much on the agenda at the next family meeting. Let's just say it's dislodging a couple of gold nuggets. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Uh, but no, four men have been charged. I saw on the ABC this week over the theft of an 18 karat gold toilet from Blenheim Palace in the English country mansion where British wartime leader Winston Churchill was born. Valued at 4.8 million pounds. It's 9 million Australian dollars, this toilet. Okay. 9 million dollars. Imagine what you can buy for 9 million dollars. That is that is the height of stupidity. Like that is that is absolutely unnecessary. The toilet wasn't just because some rich dude wanted an appealing bottom stool. Um, it was an art installation, right? Oh, that makes um, sense. done by an Italian artist, which invited viewers to make use of the fixture individually and privately to experience, quote unquote, unprecedented intimacy with a work of art. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I tried it at the Louvre. They don't let you interact with the Mona Lisa in that way. Um, <laughs> but Catalan, this guy, um, Italian artist Catalan, intended the golden toilet to be satire about excessive wealth. Previously, he said that whatever you eat, a $200 lunch or a $2 hot dog, the results are the same toilet-wise. <laughs> So it's not bad, but then they they ripped it out of this 18th century building, which was filled with like valuable art and furniture and stuff, and it said it caused significant damage and flooding to the 18th century, you know, UNESCO heritage site. So um, no good stealing a stealing a dunny. Well, it would be worse when they stole it and then realised that it was actually just wrapped in gold and inside was all chocolate. In both ways. <laughs> In all the ways you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. They did name the Ferrero chair, that one. Um, anyway, the we've got Ferrero, a big set for you today. The Ferrero throne chair. <laughs> <laughs> the Derriero throne chair. Okay, that's it. No, we've uh, got to start a show. Yeah, we do. Let's get into it. It's all day breakfast. Let's go. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Well, Matt, as far as I'm concerned, there's no rules when it comes to dating. Just be a nice person. That's what I would, that's what I would say. But maybe I, despite being the Girlfriend Magazine guidance counsellor from about 2010 to 2013... Um, maybe I'm out of touch. Maybe that maybe there are, as Dua Lipa says, new rules. Producer Bron has certainly, despite being married, <laughs> been across what's been happening in the world of dating rules. Bron, what is, what's caught your eye when it comes to this this you know magical world of meeting people? I've just seen a few articles come out that there's a new. Like, I think we all have heard about the three date rule. Okay, what is the three date rule though? I don't know the three date rule. 
like that people think that you should wait at least three days before you, three dates, sorry, uh, before you get intimate with somebody. Mm. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Now, who? when I see rules, sorry, Matt, to interrupt there, but when I see rules such as in my old apartment block where there was a sign um, next to the treadmills in the gym that said no running spikes on the treadmills. Now, to me, that made me think that someone wore running spikes on the treadmills. Mm-hmm. Who came up with this three-date rule and why was it so bad that they needed to put a rule in? I'm not sure who came up with it. I'm sure I've heard it on multiple mm. movies, TV shows. It feels American, but <laughs> I don't know. It does feel American. Do you or your friends have any rules when it comes to dating? Um, Not really. Not that I can remember. I started okay. dating Steve when I was 19. I don't know what the rules were. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no like, oh, if he doesn't open a, you know, the door for me, then oh. I'm, you know, it's a no, anything like that. Or it's that. like if they're rude to the waiter, immediate red flag. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I haven't dated for such a long time, Alex Tyson. I mean, you, you've been more dates than me recently. What, what is there any, is there any rules that you can um, sort of. S- well, I told Bron recently the Friends versus Seinfeld. Mm. Yeah. It's not a complete, you know, disqualification, but. Ooh. Why? Well, uh, I think it's when someone's watching a show that you like and they're like on their phone or something. You're like, no, you don't even need to watch the show. You just need to react in the right places. It's not even about watching the show. Just do it for my benefit. Thank you. (laughs) So (laughs) even though you've seen it so many times, I know you've watched Seinfeld so many times. Oh, when if I'm watching a show that I like with someone who I'm just getting to know, I'm not watching the show. I'm watching them. It's a, it's a test. That's it's a test. excruciating. <laughs> I can just, ab- <laughs> no, I can imagine you just looking across at them every yeah. 10 seconds. Like, Didn't find oh that funny. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, I'm actually a little tired. I might, I might go to bed. Sorry. We'll see you next time. <laughs> All right. So what's this new rule? If the three day rule is the three dates, you have to go on three dates before you but like before you'll think about sleeping with them. Mm-hmm. So is that a date per base of baseball? Is that how that came into being? I guess so. Yeah. I mean, does, do you know if the three day rule involves like, you know, fooling around as well? It's a good point. Like on the first date, you can do the sort of first base, second date, second base, third base. I mean, third date, third base. Or then I guess you go for the home, the home run straight from there. You steal home <laughs> on the third date. And I'm assuming that this is because it, this is a this is a, a female-led rule because the idea is, of course, guys um, may then become uninterested if they if you have sex on the first date, which is a very old sort of trope. Correct. I guess so. I don't. I don't know these. I don't know the origin. I don't know anything. All I know is that there's a new one that's out. Okay. Allegedly. So three dates thing. It's more like just if you're comfortable. And you want to do whatever to. you want. Yep. Mm. But what's the new and one? And there's, you know, a whole heap of informed and enthusiastic consent. Yep. The new one is, and we're talking, we're talking binaries here. That okay. the guy must spend $2,000 at least before you then think about doing anything. Get out. <laughs> Ron, I, get out of I this I didn't studio. make this rule, nor do I believe Get out. It. This person sounds really cool. <laughs> $2,000. I got to tell you, their priorities are definitely in the right place. In this economy? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but it's a bit of smashed avo on a public holiday with a surcharge. That's that's your two grand in one one pop. Alex Dyson's dates in, consist of going to free house inspections. Oh, so. bro. 
Bro. As if went, you're. You no, know, I, did, I did one the other day. <laughs> went to Costco. Got a $2 hot dog and unlimited refill drink that we shared. <laughs> it was a dollar each. That will take us 2,000 days. 2,000 dates to get up to that level. And I'm not paying for all of it. We're splitting it. God, we could have. If I started, if we started dating back at the pyramids, I'd still be, I'd still be holding hands, Max. Wow. I mean, that's, you could sort of just drop a lot on one weekend. You know, that's one way of doing it. Okay, Bron, is this allowed? Could you like, if you were going on a date with someone, could you spend $2,000 on your outfit for the date? Ah, interesting. Yeah, why not? I again, I don't believe in this rule. Can I make that clear? You start tax deducting all the things that you could have contributed to the date. Yeah, you're like, could you well, go my- on a date to like the accountants? They could come with you. <laughs> they bill you for two thousand dollars to do yeah. your company tax or something. Yeah, okay, interesting. You go buy a new photocopier together. <laughs> <laughs> Man, $2,000, honestly, that is a lot of dates. If you're like, even like a $200 dinner for a a first date is going to be pretty reasonable. And that's like- That's expensive. To do 10 of those? Are you kidding me? That's a whining and dining date, 200 bucks on a date. Yeah. And that's not a, yeah, that's not a, I mean, that could be a first date if you're, you know, if you're really splashing out, but it's not a regular one. Yeah. Is it? Could, I don't know. Maybe it is. Do you like have to date your landlord? <laughs> like you paid two grand in rent <laughs> for a month. And then they... <laughs> All right. So what have people said about this? Are people on board or what? No, it's caused obviously a lot of <laughs> um, destruction online. People are not into it. It came about from um, a US person's uh, yeah. podcast. So this is US dollars. <laughs> oh, it's even worse. Three two thousand eight hundred bucks or something. Yes, but uh, Jana Hocking, who's Australian, weighed in and she said she likes the idea of it. What? Um, oh yeah, because it means they're invested in you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know about this. <laughs> they're invested in you. Yeah, I reckon if I would say if anyone is the personality type that would wait for that two thousand dollars to tick <laughs> over from nineteen hundred to two thousand, they would. You know, that investment would be as good as getting a bored ape <laughs> NFT in that you would be sitting back years later going, why did I bloody, bloody invest in that? It looked so good at the time. Um, well, Yana said, I mean, if a libido can withstand that many dates, then he's a keeper. I think most importantly is spending that amount of time together without getting distracted by nakedness might actually help us all get, get all those icks out of the way nice and early. Oh, I don't know. Well, why not just get, spend time with each other and get X out of the way early and not go, it's the rule. He's spent the two grand. It's, <laughs> there's nothing more I could do. I just want to see that moment when the 2000 finally ticks over. Who brings that up? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, is she counting? Is she doing the tally? Yeah. Got the oh. spreadsheet out. Unbelievable. It's like one of those, you know, when you'd have donations at a school or something, it's that thermometer you color in red <laughs> as it goes towards the top. It's just the, the sexy type date thermometer. Thank you very much, Bron. Um, we, you know, now Alex Dyson, you know that if anyone. Oh, I hate it so much. Is, you know, maybe suggesting Woolworths or Coles next time you want to go to the supermarket date. 
then you can be like, oh, I know what you're up to. <laughs> We're doing a big shot. <laughs> <laughs> Smell toast. Do you think you'll have kids, Alex Dyson? Oh, I think it's sometimes, not usually off of my own accord, but I have been hanging out with a lot of kids recently. I had a, I had a couple of friends stay at my place and they um, brought their little uh, nine-month-old Carmine. Mm. And, um, really good baby, got to say, great baby. Only time it was upset was getting changed. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. As in after it's after it's had done a poop. Yeah, getting the nappy change. Didn't like it. So old Uncle Daiso, all right, grabs the little doll, okay. And it was an impromptu musical of distraction. <laughs> all right, so it's over the head. And so well, I got him in the trance, all right, sort of like, you know, when Darth Vader, uh, you don't know, you haven't watched it, but you know when Darth Vader <laughs> tells people, you know, just waves his hand and they do what they say, the Jedi's mm. do it. It's a Jedi trick. I was basically doing that. Wow. This is the art of distraction. You look at the baby and you do not get upset with the change. Changing the nappies are important to do. Just as and long in as you a world say. with a clean bottom is a world we all adore. Just Made it through the whole time. No tears. I mean, sure, it doesn't help you right now. <laughs> That's... It could be like when the bloody scientist brought the cane toad in to try and fix the cane beetle. Yeah, that's it. All sorts of other problems. You think you're doing. You think you're doing the right thing, and suddenly now this baby, you've set a, you've set an expectation. Now every time it gets changed, it's like, where's the musical? Where's the razzle dazzle? (laughs) Yeah, exactly right. (laughs) It's one of the things you never know. When you're helping and when you're hurting, when it comes to bringing up a child, that is true. Like, know? yeah, stop them from crying, but then getting that expectation. I guess it's about consistency, isn't it? Just as long as you didn't go, come on, I am your father. <laughs> that would have been a little bit awkward. The actual parents there. These um, are not the droids you're looking for. <laughs> These are not the poops. You're, anyways, um, I a similar thing happened to me. This is why I wanted to bring it up because, I mean, well, you try to help, but you end up actually hurting the, making the situation worse. Uh-oh. So Sophia's, you know, finally put Sophia to bed, come downstairs. And as is always the case when you've got a kid, place is an absolute, just carnage. Yeah. Right. So all over the floor, all these jigsaw puzzles, like every single puzzle that Sophia owns is just out and like all on the floor. It was like a game what? of like the floor is lava. Like you could step oh, from the living room through to the bloody front door just on puzzles alone if were you the, wanted to. Were the pieces scattered everywhere? I mean, some of these puzzles are only like four pieces. So I mean like, you know, and sure. some of them are huge. Oh, hang on. Like the wood block puzzles are four pieces. You know, it's like you make a ladybird and you've got to put like four pieces together. But then other ones were up to like a hundred pieces each. Yeah, right. And they were all they were all done and everything like that. And so I was like, Okay, oh, so look. all the puzzles out and done. I thought we were in a big mess of shrapnel. No, 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 no. They're all done. And so it's the end of the day, and I'm like, right, time to bloody clean this place up. Sure. And Belle's been working working towards like this big project that she's um mm-hmm. putting out. And so I, I was like, so she was she was in a, her office, sort of This calls for daddy. Yeah, and I'm like, right, here we go. Let's attack this ASAP. Mm-hmm. I'm getting the puzzle pieces. I'm putting them away at record time. Mm-hmm. I get to my final puzzle as I'm tearing it apart. And I just hear box. this, hear this from the off from Bell's office. 
Oh. I'm like, what? She's like, are you packing away the puzzles? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> expecting, fully expecting yeah. a thanks. Yeah. Fully expecting that to be wrapped in a romantic embrace. <laughs> going, how did I get so lucky? A diligent, oh my God. A diligent partner who doesn't a need to be told what to do <laughs> uses their initiative to make this household run like clockwork despite the pressures of the modern world. <laughs> Didn't get that? Instead, I get the, oh, Sophia was... <laughs> <laughs> Sophia... Come Someone's on. Someone's coming to set the record straight, have they? <laughs> Come on. It's broken. Yes, we bought Sophia. Bring your daughter to work week continues. <laughs> Sophia, thank you. I'll try and... F I don't know if I can fix this. It's a it's a balloon. It's a balloon. We, w we walked past someone in the Brisbane Queen Street Mall who was making balloon animals and stuff. Mm. So she got a love heart thing. Oh. Now she wanted to let me know it's broken. The guy did say the warranty only lasts no longer than a few hours. Mm. What about the puzzles? Anyways. anyways <laughs> So suddenly Belinda goes, uh, yeah, so no, no, thank you at all. Instead, Belle goes, oh, oh, Sophia was setting up a puzzle museum. <laughs> oh my God. And she's like, oh my she's God. She's going to be so upset. And no. I was like, are you no, kidding me? <laughs> the puzzle museum. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell is a puzzle museum? Is. And now it occurs Matt to me that every... walks into the dinosaur <laughs> exhibition. People are like, what are you doing? He's scraping the bones into the bin. You done with these? <laughs> Unbelievable. It'll be good the for Louvre. the dog back at I'm home. I'm at the Louvre just <laughs> peeling off these old... Oh, this old painting on the wall. This lady? No, nah, I don't know. This is just some scrap, isn't it? Yeah, so... So anyway, suddenly I'm like, oh my God. Suddenly I'm redoing puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> Not as easy for you as it is for Sophia either. Either got those four pieces well, like hang on. Where does this lady <laughs> bun? Where does this go? Where's its wing go? Is it upside down? <laughs> oh, I'm doing puzzle when I should be watching below deck and sipping on a bloody a beverage. Instead, I'm doing frozen puzzles in my own lounge room just to replicate this museum that my daughter's put together. So you got the museum there? Can we? Is, are you selling tickets to the museum? We got memberships. <laughs> Absolutely no school tours. Okay, I'm not. I'm not having a single school come <laughs> past this museum. Not at all. One child is enough. Um, but I did want to. I did want to ask you when. When have you? Um, when have you thought you were helping, but only making things worse? And Joan got in touch with us. Joan said my boss was trying to open her locker, but I thought she was trying to close it. So as soon as she got it open, I slammed it shut. <laughs> <laughs> That that would <laughs> seem so passive aggressive. Hey, like <laughs> she opens it up, Joan just slams it shut. <laughs> You're welcome. Damn. Liam <laughs> says, I tried to stack the trays after going through security at the airport and it broke the machine. Oh, oh my God. Stacking them trays, Liam. I bet, and I bet everyone, while they were all standing around trying to fix the machines, I reckon everyone at the airport was so stoked with you, Liam. <laughs> I, I know for a fact that everyone loves getting held up at the airport. Hey, don't stop it from being a nice <laughs> dude, Liam. Uh, Mitch said, I tried to help out my dad for his 60th birthday by looking after his dogs. They ran away while I was looking after them. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> That's, and finally, Nick's yeah. got in touch with us and said, I threw sand on a barbecue full of meat when the flames flared up. I was 12. Blame scout training. 
Oh, you got a dab on the tongs. <laughs> Just getting that delicious flame char to some premium cuts, only to have <laughs> the twelve-year-olds. I've got you. <laughs> Save oh your life. God, having everyone, having everyone around for the barbecue. Oh, oh no, dear, oh dear. Look, <laughs> no good deed goes unpunished. That was a very crunchy sausage, I'm sure. After that. <laughs> So I think the moral of this story, Alex Dyson, is never do a good thing. Never only It'll only bite you back. Well, it's that time once again, people. Prepare your... Cerveau. That's the French word for brain. What are the, what's this? I was about to say cervix, but don't prepare your cervix for that, kind. Not, Not at all. No. no. What's the brain cerebellum? What's the brain all right, stuff? Let's, let's, let's start again. <laughs> <clears throat> I think we need to start again. <laughs> yeah. Prepare your cortex. Not cervix, cortex. Cortex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> Amazingly different things. <laughs> Prepare your cortex. It's time for Mind Blown. Um, Matt, what have you been looking at this week? What what mind-blowing fact have you come up with to blow people's cortex? Well, okay, now I'm a little bit nervous about this fact, okay? Because this is this is a little bit of the... Um, oh, Just do it, mate. Just blow our minds. I'm just a little bit nervous that it's, that it's not real, that's all. Oh, uh, you haven't been able to independently verify this fact? I am, yeah. I'm, I'm just a little bit nervous about it. And in, in, uh, if, I, if I can't be 100% sure... If you're setting yourself to be debunked... Well, I just, you know, if I can't be 100% sure, mm. then the, the, the fact that I would come out here and... Matt O'Kine you know, comes up and is like, uh, mind blown this week, um, Marilyn Manson actually had a rib removed. <laughs> So it's that's... almost as bad. I was about to honestly come on this segment and talk about how the CIA used to have a heart attack gun. What? Like, what? I know. It just sounds... Then I'm like, oh, that is... Like a gun I, that shoots I'm... people and makes them have a heart attack. Yeah, with, that has shellfish toxin on it. And, <laughs> and like the tip of a dart that they can shoot people. It has to be people um, with allergies, surely. The fr- and when fired into a target, the frozen dart would immediately melt and release its poisonous payload into the victim's bloodstream. If... They're allergic or is it like just like a poison arrow frog or something? All that would be left behind was the tiny red dot where the dart entered the body, undetectable to those who didn't know to look at it. Mm. Um, now. So you just shoot, it's like shooting a prawn at someone, basically. <laughs> just hope they have the allergy. <laughs> or is it like shooting like a barb from like a lionfish? Or shoot a blue ring I, octopus it's, it's at someone? It's a little ice dart with a poisonous tip. And the dart melts and then it, you know, and then they, and they get the, the, it's like, I mean, if you did shoot at a, a high enough velocity and I would know this cause I've recently absolutely demolished a 24 pack, but if you shot a zooper duper at someone fast enough, <laughs> that would impale them, melt away. And all they'd go is like, hmm, what is this fairy floss flavored sort of here, puddle around them? <laughs> here is the, uh. Oh, it seems like the victim died of yum. 
<laughs> so they're saying that they also learned that a particular doctor as part of the CIA committee, mm. uh, Dr. Sidney Gottlieb, oh no, Dr. Gordon, against the orders of Dr. Sidney Gottlieb, the elusive head of Project MK Ultra, had secreted 5.9 grams of shellfish toxin, nearly a third of all shellfish toxin ever produced Hang at on. the time. Is that what MK Ultra was about? Yes, that p- part of it, yes. Because I knew, I know about MK Ultra because that's the name of a Muse song. Mm. And, you know, Matt Bellamy from Muse is big into, you know, governments watching us and all that sort of stuff. So that's how I know about NK Ultra. It's a ripper song, actually. Good album. Yeah. So, anyways, look, I, your, I can't. Matt, your mate. <laughs> oh, the lead singer of Muse. Yeah. Oh, do we want to. Have we talked about this? I don't think do I've heard we, about this. What's your, that? Have you heard about mate? it, Ron? I haven't. You haven't? No. Oh, look, okay, well, we're interviewing <laughs> Matt, Matt Bellamy from Muse. Can I just say right off the bat that your question was out of line? <laughs> Can I just say that off the oh, bat? No, no, it wasn't out of line. <laughs> Can I just okay. say that right off the bat? No, 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 no. Okay, so that, they come out with this song, their new song. Um, what was it called? You're a Psycho. It's called Psycho, yeah. Psycho. The lyrics are like, you're a psycho, you're a psycho. Okay. Now, as, as part of my preparation as a good interviewer who needs to ask hard-hitting questions, right, Matt Bellamy and, um, and Kate Hudson had recently broken up. And then this song came out and I, and a lot of, there was a lot of, you know, speculation going around that this was about Kate. So I asked a question where I said, you know, is this about Kate? I was, it wasn't like, I was so just trying to say. psycho about your ex-wife. I was trying to say that I was giving him an, op- an opportunity to say that it wasn't, uh, which he did. He was like, of course not. It's just a song about this. And I was like, great. That's what I was after. Yeah. You're after the, you know. I was after him going like the media goes, the air. goes crazy, you know, about things. And it's an opportunity for someone to say. I'm no. pretty sure I even said a lot of people are, you know, wondering if this is about Kate. Is it about Kate? So then he can say, no, I thought I was doing him a fa- I thought I was giving him the handball. <laughs> well, the word was afterwards that he wasn't happy and nor would I be. No, that, I don't know whether he was lob- not happy. I think he would expect something like that. It's just his people were rather unhappy. <laughs> One of the guys, he got, yeah, he really bailed me up in the hallways at Triple yeah, J got, as well. Got, you got really he got was like, up. what the hell are you thinking? Yeah. I was like, mate, I'm trying to do him a good deal. I didn't like that guy after that. <laughs> man, I was trying to do it. I was trying to create yeah. interesting content, man. Yeah. Anyway, next time we interviewed him. <laughs> <laughs> Mind blown. Matt creates interesting content. I mean, no, like, oh, uh, yeah, it, it was asked in a pretty clunky way. I know, then I apologize <laughs> the next time. And then next time we talked to him, you apologized straight off the bat. And he said, that's fine. Didn't worry about it. But um, Yeah, exactly. But, so um, it's his people. I know who you are as well, if you're listening. Worms. Yeah, but the guy just got divorced. You're asking your national radio if the song Psycho was about his sex wife. You could have phrased it in a better way, man, honestly. <laughs> I mean, come on. Hey, I'm, oh, on, sorry, I'm on Matt Bellamy from sorry. News Aside. If you, if you write 
a song called Psycho and say you're a psycho, you're a psycho, and everyone in the everyone in the internet's going, is this song about your ex-wife? And then I go, hey, it's not about your ex-wife, is it? Is it? <laughs> Hello, is it? <laughs> and he goes, no, of course not. And we all go, yay! Mm-hmm. Thank you, Matt. That's yeah. what I. That's what I should have gotten. Mm. Some flowers or something, <laughs> instead of bloody b- bailed up in the hallway <laughs> by some gronk. Anyway, guy. we also love getting your uh, mind blown in on Matt.ad.alex. Send them through and uh, we will play them so we can all have our minds blown. Uh, did you even do a mind blown then? Oh, no. The thing. But, I mean, now that you know something that you didn't know. Yeah. And that is, I've managed to deeply offend Matt Bellamy and his team from um, when I was trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Anyway, um, this week's mind-blowing fact comes from Petra. It's about Frankenstein. Hey, Matt, Alex and Bron. I have a mind-blown for you guys today that might require some fact-checking. Apparently, the author of Frankenstein, Mary Shelley, lost her virginity on top of her mother's grave. Whoa! Righto! Not the only unverified mind blown today. Damn. Why did that? How did that even come up? Yeah. God. Mary Shelley lost virginity on mum's grave. That's a sentence I want to type <laughs> in the work computers. The old rest in peace. Oh, that's a peaceful thing. Your daughter having sex on the ground above you. Scholars believe that they did have sex for the first time in this place since the grave was the location of much of their courtship. What? Well, they went on multiple d- dates at the grave? Yeah, but you know, back in that day, mate, buddy, there were graves under the footpath. Like you just put a body wherever they fit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Eh, there's probably a few graves in the bloody pantry. It didn't matter. <laughs> dear, oh dear. All right. Well, I guess that's mind blowing. I'll give it that. Mind blown. Blown away. Love to hear it. Um, and look, love you for listening. Thank you mm. very much for joining us. You can always give us your mind blowns. And look, this week was not a good example of the segment, I will admit. <laughs> um, two, two unverified facts and then me just spraying some guy who can't defend himself (laughs) (laughs) who probably has more than enough things to say about me so (laughs) um, i'm sorry (laughs) but anyway so let's just let's just keep on going play the music broad hit the wrap-up music (laughs) we're gonna bring this bad boy to an end thank you very much for hanging out with us today we don't have a bad word to say about you at all um, but we do have more words to say to you tomorrow as we've got a Friday Matt and Alex to pop out. So we'll hopefully catch you for another adventure then. All right. See you then. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. <laughs>